Coffee with George Kokolas and Virginia Dooley. Hello, hello, Gina. Welcome. Oh, hi. hi, George. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Teacher's Coffee. Don't we always say that when we start off our podcasts? And it's what number? What's the number of today's episode? Because we have to say that as well. I think it's like uh, we should call it a celebra celebratory or festive episode because it's the 10th episode. We have reached 10 episodes of, 10th of Teacher's Coffee. <laughs> decision yeah nice look at us 10 episodes of season seven and to make it a special episode we have we are traveling today to <clears throat> thailand exotic bangkok, thailand exotic thailand bangkok specifically where you had also recently gone with express publishing george isn't it exactly um, and tell us more. Um, what can I tell you about this exciting country? I've had one of the best 15 training days of my life, traveling, you know, in different uh, cities and meeting wonderful people. I can tell you that I think the power of Thailand lies in its people because they are very hospitable, they are very friendly, and uh, they are always smiling. I call them the joy of life. So that's why maybe this episode is so special because we have a very, how can I say it, a very joyful person, at the same time, a wonderful professional from that country. Let me see if I can pronounce the name correctly. Uh, we have with us Anucha Kengen from uh, Thailand, from Bangkok. Uh, but for his friends, his friends like him to like to call him Maki. So either Maki or Anucha, welcome to Teacher's Coffee. Hello. Good afternoon from Bangkok. <laughs> Give us a little bit of Bangkok weather. What's the weather like now there? Uh, actually, it's uh, cold seasoned. <laughs> Is it raining? What's cold, what's cold for Bangkok? <laughs> George, you know best. <laughs> I know that when I asked the very same question that you have just asked Gina, they said, look, in Bangkok, it gets hot very hot or the hottest it can be. So that was actually the, the reply I got. I don't think there is any notion of cold in this country compared to what we have, you know, um, like in the most uh, Western part of the world. I think it's but, hot all the time. So it's just hot now, not exactly. Extra. Mm -hmm. So, um, Maki, thank you very much for accepting this invitation. And I'm sure as uh, we have never had anybody from Thailand, our listeners will be very eager to listen to you. So I'm going to start with the basics. Um, I know and I have seen you, I have seen you presenting. I have seen uh, entire edit auditoriums uh, literally um, being magnetized by what you say. I think you are a very charismatic speaker. You are also very prominent, uh, one of the most prominent methodology academics in Thailand. So I would like you to start by telling us a little bit about your career and the object of your teaching. Mm, am I? 
um, actually, I I don't teach English. I specialize in teaching classroom management for teachers and student teachers at my university, Solusi University in Bangkok, rather than English. And it's man. Yeah, but definitely, I mean, what you teach, uh, in a way, it refers and it concerns English teachers as well. And that's why I think your talks are very popular because you offer strategies, you offer a context, a methodology context, which is very useful for any teacher. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, I think you have analyzed um, in your talks many of uh, the different methods. Uh, I have attended one of these talks. If I am to ask you, which is, as a methodology expert, which do you think is the most effective method for someone to learn any language, not just English? Mm. Uh, well, in my opinion, uh, figuring out the best way to learn English or other languages can be different for everyone. It depends on what you like, how you learn, and what you want to achieve. But uh, usually a good way is to mix different ways of learning. Mm, firstly, set goals for yourself to track progress and stay motivated. Chat with native speakers online, join language groups or enroll in classes focusing on grammar, uh, vocabulary and communication skills. Um, you can watch uh, English content to improve listening skills and get used to different ways people talk, read books and articles in English to build vocabulary, understand more and get better in, at writing. Mm, and pay attention to how words fit together and practice writing. Focus on grammar rules and write in English to get better at exp expressing yourself. Um, you can spend more uh, spend time each day on speaking, listening, reading, and writing by connecting with language partners <laughs> for mm -hmm. mutual practice and cultural sharing. And lastly, I think uh, interactive apps with games and uh, quizzes can help uh, us or can help you learn and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Great, okay. Uh -huh. I mean, yes, it does come down to the learner. There is different ways. And as you said, um, there is enough resources to suit each learner. But tell us about English in Thailand. How 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 can some uh, how can someone get access to learning? Do they learn for a specific purpose? Um, do they learn from a young age? What's the level in general? Um, what's the main focus of the teachers to teach English as the language? Is it for communication or is it for any something else? Uh-huh. Uh, actually, in Thailand, uh, a lot of people learn and teach English. Um, learning English in Thailand is easy with uh, many choices. From normal, uh, normal classes to online learning, uh, talking and listening are super important and teachers from English countries make it more real. And in my opinion, sometimes uh, teachers from our English countries come to Thailand to give a real feel of the language. Uh, this is to show students real 
English accents and culture. Um, moreover, in private language schools or uh, language center in Thailand, there are special schools just for learning English. These schools have classes for kids and grown-ups at different skill levels, I think. And about the main focus, uh, what the main focus of teaching English as a foreign language in Thailand is, um, because in Thai schools, everybody has to learn English. It's, it's a major subject in schools. Students spend a good amount of time studying it. It's uh, like math or uh, science, a core parts of education, right? But, and however, Thai people can learn English on the internet, use apps and websites for learning if going to a normal class is hard, <laughs> I think. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, um, when you have this intrinsic motivation of acquiring and learning the language from different sources, external sources, um, this means maybe that you have um, a different goal, a more realistic goal, let's say, which I think for motivation is really, really important. And I was wondering, Maki, because when you first land in Thailand, you can see that what we call tourism industry uh, is very developed and there is nothing wrong with that. I think it's uh, uh, you do have developed a wonderful infrastructure so to sustain all this tourism and make it one of the most terrific uh, uh, touristic destinations there, travel destinations. But does this actually affect um, the motivation of people to learn more English? I mean, the fact uh, that Thailand is uh, a top touristic destination, does it, does it affect teaching in any possible way there? I mean, having maybe crash courses or syllabi that focus specifically on uh, English for tourism, do you find any connection in between these two needs? Yes. Um, mm -hmm. How does this how, does this actually uh, refer, or does this happen with having specific schools that teach these specific syllab syllabus, uh, English for uh, tourism, or something similar, or? Uh, just the people just pick it up, pick up, pick up the language from different sources. Maybe internet, as you said before. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, in my opinion, the fact that uh, Thailand is a top tourist destination does have an impact on ELT in the country. Um, the tourist industry growth contributes to a greater emphasis on English proficiency to meet the communication needs of tourists. Okay, okay, it makes absolute sense. It makes absolute sense. Okay, so most people, it's a core subject in school, but then there's extra courses that someone can take, basically a crash course for tourism or for their vocation more specifically, which tourism is um, one of the main vocation that is in Thailand. Okay, what about the, the teachers of English in Thailand today? Do they have um, enough sufficient resources to teach English? Um, do they have enough trainings themselves? Uh, are, do they already have a good level of English to be able to teach English to the students? What do you uh, think? Uh-huh. Um, I think uh, the 
the availability of resources for teaching English in Thailand can vary uh, very widely, uh, depending on factors. Um, big cities and tourist spots might have more things for learning, but other places might not. Uh, the government is trying to help, but um, some areas still need more resources. So please come to Thailand and please help us. <laughs> um, some, some skill, I think uh, some skills have new materials that other might not. Okay. Maki, are you there? Uh, special labs and fun things, but others might still use old ways of teaching. And lastly, some teachers might need more training, especially in places with less help. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I can actually testify that when, when we were there, I could see um, in these teachers' eyes, you know, in all these seminars, because we've been to five different cities and we have talked to a lot of people to, to over... Um, 700 teachers have attended you know the express publishing seminars wow. and we, yeah and we must acknowledge as well that there is a wonderful publishing house action and um, that actually has amazing books and it's always always standing by the teachers i think mikey has just come from another tour of training so there is a lot of um uh, demand let's say as mikey just mentioned for more development more resources the teachers do need this kind of things uh, and also maki uh, what really impressed me is that right after your talks there were these uh, pretty long queues of people of teachers waiting to uh, greet you shake your hand and maybe seek some advice so from my end my last question for today would be um, what can be the three main tips or pieces of advice that you could give to a teacher, a new teacher or a teacher in Thailand, as a mentor and as a person who uh, knows very well um, um, how to how really? to train teachers in in Thailand. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, so Ali, um, if I were a mentor for uh, new Thai teachers, um, here are three pieces of advice I would offer. Um, Number one, make class about students. Um, make lessons that students like and can join. Use fun activities and group work to get everyone involved. Think about what students like and want to learn. Um, number two, think about uh, learning and growing. Don't worry about problems see them as assurances to learn. Uh, even when things are hard, learn from them. Give helpful advice and show that mistakes help us get better. And the last, uh, last thing is work together with other teachers, share ideas and help other teachers, help uh, each other. When teachers help each other, everyone does better. And in my opinion, teachers in Thailand can do better by thinking about students, learning from challenges, and uh, working together with other teachers, make lessons fun and involving, see problems as a chance to learn, 
this make teaching and learning more enjoy enjoyable for everyone. Okay. Yes, Mikey. Yeah, I think you know your last tip um, uh, was brilliant because uh, specifically right after the COVID period, I think we have been receiving signals from uh, from the society, from I don't know, from the media, just to alienate ourselves, and we have forgotten, you know, the power of community and how much we can learn from our peers if we ask for help. If we simply discuss, you know, any problem or concern that we may have with a person next to us, one colleague, and I think this community-driven sense that you have actually told us about is the most important thing. Uh, if you reach out to the person next to you or the colleague next to you, you cannot imagine sometimes how much help you could possibly receive. And this is, you know, like a chain reaction because a person tells you something, uh, then you can use this something and make your own research. This will lead you maybe to another person. And somehow you're joining the dots and you advance in your profession and sometimes in your life. So thank you very much for these three tips. I think they are, they are universal tips, not just for Thai teachers. So uh, I'm joking. Definitely. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> Gina, last so question for today. For the, yeah, the last uh, <laughs> part of our podcast today. Um, is going to be a we're going to ask you a bit more about yourself because we want to know more about you, Maki. So tell us a short story um, or a key point, maybe the first time you ever had to do teacher training, how you felt and how you managed it or the day that you decided that, oh, I'm going to specialize in teaching management and um, classroom management. And um, about teaching, about, about uh, teacher training, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think um, teaching English in Thailand is different. Teachers need to know Thai culture, teach well to different students, have good stuff for teaching, keep learning, understand Thai skills, fit in with Thai ways and use technology and show their good teachers. This helps make English classes in Thailand better for everyone. And, and in my opinion, uh, training helps teachers understand how things work in Thai schools and society. And teachers need to keep learning about teaching. Going to workshops and training helps teachers know the best ways to teach English now. Well, teachers need to help students uh, who know different amount of English. Some students know a lot, some not so much. Uh, teachers need to be good with all levels. And mm -hmm. teachers need to earn good books, videos, and technology for teaching. Uh, having right tools makes it easier to teach English well, right? And so teachers need to use computers and gadgets for teaching because um, learning how to use technology helps listen more interesting. Definitely. But how about you? What made you decide? I'm going to do this and I'm going to show teachers how to be able to do all of these things 
in a very nice way and in a fun way for their students. What made you decide <laughs> that you're going to become yeah, a trainer? Be uh -huh, because I would love to help them to uh, be uh, good teachers. <laughs> okay. And this is no, a very, no, very, very noble cause, I think, yeah. because Maki's personality is very outgoing and he's very uh, social and, you know, he likes uh, talking to people. I think, you know, it's it's what really suits, it, it really suits you. And I think you are the right conveyor and the right communicator, you know, to teach teachers of English, because definitely teachers come to you, to his seminars and they are listening to him, you know, very, very uh with great attention so mikey all the best to this continuous training path um, and uh, we wish you every every luck uh, in the world and hope to see you very soon again in thailand What's up? <laughs> welcome to thailand <laughs> thank you thank you for everyone that joined us today mikey thank you for giving us a bit of a thai taste um spice in our coffee a Thai <laughs> spice um and we're looking forward i'm looking forward to join george when he next uh, comes to thailand uh -huh. welcome to thailand thank you very much <laughs> thank you goodbye everybody until next time thank you bye -bye.